What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable. Hello, and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Guys, let's get a little bit uncomfortable today. When's the last time you cried? Uh, In the last three days. It could be like a dribble dribble of a tear or like full-on tear. 100% in the last 10 days. Okay, all right. Probably the last three to five. Okay. Mm. Um, now cried and like sobbed or yeah, no, just no, teared just, up. Just teared up is yeah, teared yeah. up. Maybe a tear came out. Yeah, I'd say I'm that going a tear. Last 24 hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last time I cried was this morning at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You got us all beat. Oh my gosh, man. Well, the reason I'm asking y'all last time you cried is I felt like an idiot laying there in bed watching this new show on Netflix <laughs> called I Could Not Sleep Last Night. I took a nap yesterday, messed me up. There's just, there's just, it's not a stupid show. It's called Instant Dream Home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're kidding me. No. You cried to Instant Dream Home. I did. Somebody got their dream home and you were so excited. So for listen them. to this. They, there's these people who need a house, and this is the whole premise of the show. It's based in Atlanta. And the people that are doing the dream home get with one person in the house to, to get the people out. Right, it was a you know good story. People who needed it, but they they redo this whole home in twelve hours. I'm not talking about just putting some paint on. There must have been a hundred people on. There's a bunch of people and three months of planning. I think go into each property that they do. Mm. They take walls out and and have kitchens pre built and slide them in through walls that they've cut out. Put walls back in. Wow. Build new wow. walls. Paint the whole outside, redo the entire front and backyard landscaping. Wow. So I got a question. So did that part potentially make you emotional because of how inefficiently we remodel houses so far? (laughs) 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 That probably should have been the reason that I cried. No, it was the reaction of the people when they came back up because it was such such a touching, like, think of that. You leave your house and it's it's in pretty rough shape. And you come back and it's like. The very next day. No, the same day. They leave at six they left at six forty five and got back around seven that night and it was done. Wow. Okay. It, That's wild. It's kinda the only thing it's I can compare like it magic. to is, is like if you leave your house and it's a disaster inside. Somebody cleans and it. Somebody cleans it. Yeah. How refreshing that is. So imagine if your whole house Yeah, that's man. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Okay. Like, so they not were, like sobbing like a little baby. And you yeah, I got I got emotional. emotional. Yeah. I was also emotional that I was like, why do I still don't awake? Oh, man, that's all. Go to sleep. Yeah. You know those nights where you you keep drifting and then yeah. you wake up? It's weird, man. Yes, I do. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I know I'm looking at you because I know that you know. Obi has lots of experience with that. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. So to our viewers, hello. you've got four grown men who've cried in the last week who have all <laughs> cried in the last seven days hey that's being vulnerable right there isn't it <laughs> yeah. we have a running joke in my house and since lee and i first started dating if anything is on that's semi-emotional shane and i just flew with uh courtney and leah to virgin islands and i was she told me if you watch that movie on this plane you're gonna be crying in front of these hundreds <laughs> of people and she was right I, I did not boohoo but i was you know tears you know wanting to creep out so wow you know hey i'm kind of like that too i'm, I'm kind of an emotional guy yeah 
I'm usually not. I think it's a good thing. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you you know, it's um, in certain situations. I, I will say this. So you, you guys know I worked with a bunch of uh, ladies for a long time as a middle school principal. And the only thing that would really, really uh, affect me, not in a good way as a leader of the campus, is when a man would come in in a, a moment when he should have been taking care of business and start crying. To me, that is not when I'm okay with a man crying. I'm like, you have completely lost all respect for me because you are crying because you didn't mm-hmm. do what you were supposed to. That's mm-hmm. different than crying because your heartstrings have been pulled off. Right. You care about a kid. I yeah. I'm like, anymore. you got to go, man. I don't know what to do with this. Did you, but did you treat? I'm sure you had women that came in that yeah. didn't take care of business. Didn't even cry too. Didn't even bad. And I, did you I treat had, them the same? I treated them the same that the crying was irrelevant. Yeah. But I embraced the fact that they were a female and in my mind it was more natural to cry in that moment even if they had dropped okay. the ball right but with a guy i'm like this is not okay <sighs> right. yeah. like you're crying and you suck at your job <laughs> i mean that's the truth that's just like i, I mean okay I was, that's it we're calling brandon in to fire all employees from here on out <laughs> there's a reason i'm no longer in that position either so let's just yeah. keep that in mind yeah hold on you're crying and you suck at your job <laughs> i'm trying to just trying to get this right there's the door i'm just try, trying to get this straight that sounded harsh but it is man it, it was rare for a man to do that they would normally come in and go I just, I, I'm terrible at what I didn't handle business and they wouldn't cry. I'm like, okay. But if you're terrible a, and you're crying, I'm like, yeah, I cannot handle this. I, I can't, I'm like, I'm, it's like, am I, am I getting punked? You know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> Our so, intro what, what, detoured what, us. Yeah. So, no, I guess the uncomfortable, totally right. the uncomfortable truth is that we have emotions too. Yeah, so we're yes. going to dive into some more emotions today. Yeah. Um, Obi, you open us up in prayer, and then we'll, then we'll uh, sure pick will. Sean apart. <laughs> pick him apart. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for bringing us all here safely. Uh, we just thank you so much for this platform. Uh, Lord, we'd love to watch it grow uh, because we know that every ounce of growth is because of you. It's in your timing, and it is all for you and for your glory. Um, Lord, we, I just thank you for each one of these men here. Um, I thank you that I can get vulnerable with them that held me accountable. And, uh, I just pray for, I thank you for these relationships. I pray you'll be with this podcast today. Uh, just help it to reach someone, to plant a seed in someone. And, uh, we love you so much and ask this in your name. Amen. 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 So Sean and Obi have both experienced something that Brandon and I have not experienced. And that is dropping your kid off somewhere that you were leaving them, say, school uh, for Sean. It was yesterday for mm-hmm. school, uh-huh. college. Obi has done this for uh, dropping a kid off, going to the military. But it's super fresh for you, Sean. And, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of questions and thoughts that run through my head of how that feels, um, what is going through your head. Kind of walk us through that process and, and what, what your your thought process is when you drop that kid off and you you leave or before you drop your kid off you had a seven hour drive right yes okay yes so what's going through your well, head? well on the okay so on the seven hour drive on the way there so i'm wearing my tech hat uh in honor of dropping off my child um and uh texas tech is where she's going to school and uh on the seven hour drive there i'm following mom and daughter 
you know, um, in the car. And uh, so I'm by myself for seven hours. Okay. <laughs> You're all all with your emotions. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, all this stuff's going through your head, you know. I mean, you know, I, I believe more than anything is did I prepare my child uh, to make wise decisions in the face of adversity, uh, in the face of, uh, you know, these these decisions that, that you know, and, and I'm pretty raw. I'm pretty raw when it comes to getting real with my kid. Hey, it, it, when you're at college, people are going to offer you drugs. You know, uh, guys are going to come at you uh, whenever they find out, before they find out you have a boyfriend and they're going to proposition you. They're going to ask you out on dates, you know. <clears throat> I try to get real with them. I don't want to uh, sugarcoat it and not prepare them, not have them prepared. Um, I'm also pretty paranoid. Uh, whenever it comes to uh, situational awareness, hey, mm. um, I don't want my kid uh, pulling up to a uh, a dark alley and parking their car and then walking around the corner. And I'm like, listen, if somebody ever, uh, and this just popped into my head. So I I had a friend who recently got uh, he was in New Mexico, and uh, him and his family got bumped on a uh, dark highway by another car, and uh, the car came out of nowhere bumped him and uh he thinks that they were trying to get him to pull over he was smart enough to recognize what was going on okay. and went to a gas station and the car sped off okay he had his entire family with him and, and like so i want her to be aware of these situations mm -hmm. i want her to be uh you know mindful of there's evil present in this world you know and i think for me uh you know from a spiritual standpoint did i did I arm my child with enough knowledge to know what to do, uh, you know, in the face of adversity, in the face of uh, being um, integrity and, and, you know, what would God do in this situation? You know, we, everybody has, you know, rem remembers the uh, WWJD bracelets. I, I want my child to make the smartest decision for her, you know, in, in, in all these real-life situations where I'm not going to be anywhere around. I can't shelter her innocence anymore i can't make these decisions for her and i think for me that that is hands down the thing that you know is at the top of my mind you know i'm like gosh man i just hope and pray and then you know and of course i'm going over all these things with her you know mm -hmm. and, and it's in it, i'm like you're like Listen. hey are you writing this down yeah like while i'm talking <laughs> to you please grab yeah. a notebook <laughs> no doubt man and uh you know and 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 She's a beautiful girl, and I think for me, it's like where, where, um, you know, where you're parking every day is mm -hmm. is important. You know, is she look? I gotta know so, this. Is she looking at you like, okay, Dad? Like she's really taking it in and making you feel good, or she's or like, is she doing? Well, I th I think she's more like Dad. You've told me this. Okay, a thousand that's times. what I was. I was wondering if she's like, yeah. dude. If you say this one more, you're time. you're consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. heard this before. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. This wasn't the uh, last minute. Uh, yeah. Tell all, all right. yeah. That's. I want to get even more behind the scenes. You're driving down the road for seven hours. Uh -huh. That's a long time. It is. Okay. Are you just in your thoughts? Are you uh, talking to the Lord? Are you listening to a podcast? Are you on the phone? Are you just completely numb? Yeah. I, I'm. I'm really just. Curious. I, I think it was. A, it was kind of all. All of those emotions in in one. Okay. You know, I mean, of course, I'm getting a phone call. You right. know, and taking a phone call and, and, and working on business stuff, you know, right. along the way. But then I'm like, okay, 
I'm throwing in a podcast, yep. you know, and, yep. and, and listening to that too. And then of course I'm praying, you know, mm-hmm. God just, uh, you know, praying for my daughter. Uh, I, I did that. I did that as well. You did know, you but, sleep the night before? Um, I didn't sleep very good the night before. Okay. Uh, no, I really didn't. You know, I mean, all in all, I think I mentally prepared myself going into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wasn't like an emotional wreck, you know, um, my wife was... I was just about to ask you. Yeah. What about your wife? Yeah, my wife, every time she had the thought of Lexi's gone, you know, Lexi's not... She's not here anymore. Uh, and I'm like, babe, it's not like she didn't die, babe. I mean, like, she's here. <laughs> she's just seven hours away. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so um, we... Uh, I don't know, man. Did y'all come back in the same day? No, no. Okay, Heck, I was no, gonna say, no, my we, goodness. We, we, uh, we drove up there on Monday night, uh-huh. and then... Uh, then we stayed in an Airbnb Monday night with Lexi. Okay. And then the next day, uh, Kat was like, why don't you stay in the dorm? That way we're just right down the road if you need something. And anyway, and she was like, I don't know if I want to stay in my dorm by myself tonight. And uh, she, I was like, all right, well, then come back and stay with us. She was like, no, I really need to stay in the dorm. You yeah. know, and yeah. it was uh, it, it was kind of a uh, – It was it was in those mu- – those- you're you're just seeing a few of the adult decisions kind of start to go yeah. over to her and it's like that that's always a very it's always a very uh um, just an emotional trip yeah because like you can see your child making a decision that they don't want to make, but they know it's best yeah. for them. Well, you so, you, you got to make it. Or they know they have to or need to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Almost combined. She, uh, so she stayed in the dorm um, the night before last. Was that the night before last? Yeah. So, um, and uh, anyway, so then yesterday morning, uh, we went to say bye. And uh, so she was getting ready to do some orientation stuff. And um, whenever we went to say bye, she was all fixed up and just looked, you know, just looked beautiful. And uh, we went, I, I gave her a hug, and I was good. And anyway, and then she gave her mom a hug, and whenever she did, her, her lips started quivering. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and then I looked at Kat's eyes, and her eyes were just like. Oh, man. And she was like, Mom, uh, and she while she was hugging her, she said, Mom, I really don't want to cry because I don't want to mess up on my makeup. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, she was like, I really don't want to cry, but her lip was like. She was like on the verge. Of, they were both on the verge of losing it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "If they start crying, I know I'm going to start crying." Yep. So I hope they don't start crying. That's usually when you see the dad just turn and go get in the truck. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, um, they held it together. Okay. They did. They didn't start crying. So uh, because of that, I didn't start crying, and I said, "Hey, uh, I love you." Give us a call later, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we walked off, and then that was it, and and I was good. Like I said, I was good. Like I was saying earlier, um, before we started recording, I was good the whole way home. And then whenever I walked in the door last night, I was like, "Man, my my baby girl's gone. She's not here," you know. And uh, mm-hmm. and then we got a, we have a three car garage, and um, London, my youngest daughter, doesn't doesn't uh, drive yet. And uh, anyway, so. There's no car there, and I'm like, okay, I guess I can move the four wheeler and the golf cart over. To the <laughs> I gotta put something there. Yeah, I, you know, you're just sitting there, and I'm like, and then you walk into a room, and there's n- nothing there, but and you're like, wow, you know, I mean, just her bed and all our stuff's gone. Anyway, it's just, 
that really kind of hit me. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, dude. You know what I mean? It makes me think about the movie Blindside with uh, Sandra Andrew Bullock, Bullock. where yeah. right there at the end they're taking him to, um, is it Ole Miss? I think so. I think it's Ole Miss. And, um, you know, they like finish their goodbyes and she just goes over and they can't find her. She, they don't see her anywhere. And she's sitting in the car with the windows rolled up and she's got tears just streaming down her face and she's just looking straight forward. And he and the uh, Michael Orr, you know, who's like her son, her adopted son, <laughs> he walks up and opens the door and she's like, Leave me alone, Michael. I need to be alone right now, Michael. You know, and, and she, she don't want to look at him because she knows when she looks at him that she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna break down. And then she finally looks at him and he says, "You didn't give me a proper hug," you know. And and then she loses it <laughs> and gets out and gives him the best best hug ever. But uh, it just it, that that whole emotion, you know. She, That's a great movie, by the way. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, it just that whole scene just makes me. It's a very good depiction of what what it's like, uh, you know, when you're sending off, you know, your your baby into the world. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, in I actually wrote a devotional uh, about it on Monday morning, just talking a little bit about that, and it just, you know, it's it's hard to accept that, you know, um, that your child, you know, who's a believer, is is. God's child first, and then mm-hmm. your your child second. You know, and it, and it's almost like you have to allow them to spread their wings and and fly. You know, and if you, it's like how do you gracefully do that? Mm. You know, and uh, there's there's just you know it's it's a flood of emotions, and at the end of the day, you you just have to give it to God. It all goes and, back uh, to faith, right? Yeah, I um, mean, you have to give it to God and just trust that that he has uh, my daughter in the palm of his hand and, uh, and trust that she's going to be okay. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, as a, as a mom or dad who wants to control the situation, it's out of your control. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's hard to accept sometimes, um, as believers. Mm. Yeah. I I think, I mean, it's a reminder because it's so fresh for you. It's a reminder for me to make those moments count. I got a kid that's 13, the same age as your youngest. And, uh, you know, those moments where she comes in and lays in the bed at night and just kind of wants to be around mom and dad, those, those aren't going to last forever. Um, those moments where we get to spend quality time with her doing whatever and our other two that are younger, taking them to school. Like that's an opportunity with a captive audience where you can talk about real stuff. Um, (coughs) All those moments count, and it seems like those moments probably, you may think they count more when you're dropping them off at school, but they count Mm, now. It's good. I heard this morning I was listening to something about, uh, well, shocker, time management, but it was biblically based, and it said, you know, the number one principle of everything that we should do in time management is in our walk with the Lord first. That should be the first time management practice in the Word, spending time with Him. And then the next thing he said, I was like, well, this is good. He said, we, God knows that we're a distracted person. I mean, we all are. You know, we're always chasing squirrels in our head or whatever. He said, but I'm going to relate it to my kid who's, I think he said five at the time. He said, every moment I have with my kid, I know 80% of those are just, they're not 
super impactful. They're just moments where we're together. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she's telling me something that makes no sense, and I'm laughing even though it's not funny. He said, but what I also know, just like God knows this with us, is that that other 20% is where the most important moments happen. Yeah. When I'm really present, and that can occur because of the 80%. Yeah, that's good. And I was like, that's good. You got to be it's, present first. Yeah. Exactly. It's really weird to me. Like you asked it earlier before we got started if I had, you know, a topic for the next podcast. And I've got some stuff I wanted to talk about. But you're talking about time management. And so I'm, I mean, God's definitely orchestrating what I was really <laughs> yeah. wanting to talk about right now. That's awesome. Let's um, go. So it's really, it's really crazy because – uh, this book by Mark Batterson, it's called Win the Day. It might be my favorite book in the world. Um, I've read it probably three times. And if I don't. Daggum overachiever. It, Not it, only do you read a book once, then you read it again. He's that guy. Man, and if, again. If, I, it, <laughs> if, 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 there, if every page has something that I could, like, tell somebody and make their day better, yeah. I want to read every page three times. Yeah. You know. You and, mark it up. I I do sometimes yeah. and sometimes I don't. Um yeah. and if I if I don't have a pen or a highlighter close, I'm not going to get up and go get one. Yeah. Um even though I really should because I forget a lot of what I wish I would have remembered. Right, we all do. So, but you know, he talks about in this book, um, you know, about how the ancient, ancient Greeks had two um words for time. And chronos, which is uh, the first word is for like chronological, you know, it, it's, it, it measures, it's a calendar basically, you know, it measures days, weeks, months, years, um, you know, in chronology. And then Kairos, K-I-K-A-I-R-O-S is another word. And he says they're two sides of the same coin, but they're as different as heads and tails. And, you know, like I said, Kronos is super important. Uh, because again, it's, it's, it's our actual clock, you know, it's, it's measuring time. And, and again, we've always heard if, if we can't manage our calendar, our calendar will manage us, you know, it's, it's super important to understand how to manage that time. Otherwise you're never going to get anything accomplished. You're really going to struggle to, to be productive. But he talks about how Kairos is so much more important in life than chronos and i think that we always a lot of us get that backwards you know and kairos is is making the most of every opportunity it's it's the sixth sense that perceives the prompting of the holy spirit kairos doesn't keep time as much as it makes time mm. so when it discern when it when it discerns a holy moment it takes off its Shoot, it says it says here. You you were talking about distractions and um, and it he says here winding the clock is recognizing every moment for what it is a gift from God. The challenge, of course, is that we are easily distracted. Uh, and he talks about the movie Up, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. where the the dog, you know, if you say squirrel, squirrel. He's like, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, he basically is just saying that um, that everything about our lives, the most important aspects of our lives, are measured through time. But Kairos is so much more important than the time on the clock or 
anything that you might have planned throughout the day, make taking the making the most of every moment. And that was kind of what I wanted to talk yeah. about because you're right. I mean, if we're if we're not making the most of every single moment that we have taking the kids to school, you know, what whatever those moments are and we aren't like creating those moments and those in, and being intentional about those, uh, we're missing the boat. Yeah. You know, completely missing the boat. Um, I watch a guy on YouTube, Facebook, whatever his name's Alex Hermosi and uh, really successful financially, financially successful guy. I don't know where his faith lies, but he says uh, the most, you know, you'll hear that your most important resource is time. And he says, not really. Your most important re- resource is attention, the attention Ooh. of your time. Huh. And it goes back to what you just said there is like, if we just blindly walk around distracted all the time, what is our time worth? Not worth anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where the devil wants us. He mm-hmm. wants us blindly distracted, walking around, drifting. not making a difference, drifting just one moment to the next until it's gone and not having any impact. So let's give a practical example of that real quick. So let's just say uh, as a believer, we're walking down the street on our way to something that's important to us, okay? And then we have a moment where there's someone in need. It might be uh, someone homeless. It might be someone who seems to be having a bad day. We may or may not know them. I think what we're all saying here is if you're walking with the Spirit, in the Spirit, you recognize that that thing that is time-oriented is not much as this thing that's eternally oriented. Mm. Yeah. And I think recognizing the difference between on this earth and eternal are two very different things. With our kids, what I take away from everything Sean just shared is how often am I capitalizing and intentionally thinking eternally with my kids? Sure. You know, at the end of the day, when you think about your kids, they're your greatest legacy. 100%. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I think it's so important that that we're being a good parent Mm -hmm. because they're – when, when we're dead and gone, they're the only ones who can tell their, you know, their kids and their kids' kids about, you know, hey, look, uh, your grandpa or your dad or, you know, I mean, you want to make you want to make a, an eternal impact. So I, I love that. Well, I think that it, make, it makes me think about our, I mean, our sinful nature. We, we commit sins of, of, of commission and we and we have sins of omission mm-hmm. and our, our sins of commission, you know, it might be we committed the sin. It may be we committed the sin of lying or we, and, and then a sin of omission is something that we were supposed to do, but we didn't do. And biblically, so, you mean like what we're called to do as believers. Okay, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so what we're called to do as believers. So like if, if we're, if we're called to, um, you know, pour into our kids which we are, mm-hmm. um, and we fail to do that, it, to me, that's a sin that you're going to regret much more than maybe a committed sin. And mm-hmm. so, like, if I go back and I look at all the mistakes that I made, I'm not going to – I feel like that the mistakes that I made that I committed 
aren't going to be near as impactful to me in the long run as the mistakes that I made that I just failed to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it's like, if I, if I fail to pour into my children or if I fail to, um, do these, you know, these things that biblically I know I'm called to do, but I just chose not to do it. I feel like that that's going to impact me and obviously them more so than just something, uh, you know, that just a, a maybe a lie that I told or, um, you know, something uh, along those lines. But uh, I don't know. It just makes me think about that. Here's here's where we, you know, I really miss the purpose sometimes is that none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Right. We're not. Our kids are not. Nobody on this earth is guaranteed tomorrow. But I don't live my life like that you don't live your life like it's your last day no yeah and i don't live my life like it's my last day and i could make an impact on somebody for jesus right now like truly like this might be the last day i get to tell my kid this yeah what is the most important thing that i want to tell yeah or that that person that you know you Mm. just come across so sean to tie this thing up in a bow if you could go back and tell you you know you you've experienced more life than we have with kids with uh, leading them to the Lord or being around when they accept the Lord, what would you go back and tell yourself as a beginning parent? Yeah, man, that's pretty <laughs> deep. That's pretty deep. Well, I'm um, not going to make it easy on you. Yeah. Because I want to you know. know. <laughs> um, if I could go back over and just start from day one, I would probably tell myself to be more – which. Yeah, I would tell myself to be more present with my children whenever I walk in that door every night. Mm, yeah. That's good. Um that, that that's I think that's important. Uh you know, and you know, from a I, I feel like that I've done a pretty good job with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um Your kids are awesome. Lord knows I've made a lot of mistakes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we you know, have. I mean, uh, I'm certainly not perfect, but I feel like I've done a pretty good job of instilling um, Christ with, you know, and, and introducing, you know, him to, to my children and really just helping them understand, you know, right from wrong. And, uh, but, you know, f- more than anything, um, I would just say being more present with my children and, uh, you know, third time's a charm. I still got a 13 year old, so, you know, it's still a work in progress. So, uh, but yeah, that, that would kind of be my advice. That's good. It just dawned on me that having more kids is a blessing from the Lord because each one I should get better at being present. Get to sharpen <laughs> up a little bit yeah, on I mean each that. one. That's Absolutely. Like, you know, um, poor Max, I look at him sometimes and I go, although Sorry, I'm, bud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you had to learn the hard, hard yeah. I had to learn the hard way through you. You were learning <laughs> when I was learning. Yeah. What is the verse um, that talks about? Our kid, we lead the way. We lead our kids, and and they'll come back to, um, oh, uh, man, yeah. um raise up sure. a child yeah, right. in the ways of the Lord. And sure, uh, they, yeah, I'm, I'm butchering that, but is that the one you're talking it's about? It's the one I'm talking okay. about. I think uh, it, I think it's very, um, you know, I think rel- maybe relative. Psalms twenty two six. I always think about like I'm the oldest child. Obi's the youngest, and then we have a middle daughter. And uh, middle sister, sister, okay, middle, like, middle daughter, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> middle sister. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking about my daughter. 
<clears throat> and uh, how I got the most spankings, and I was the figure-it-out child, and Obi was the most spoiled and got the least spankings. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I always yeah. think about that. I'm like, you know, he's the golden child, and I was the black sheep. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you, you forged the path. I, I get that, Sean. So, Thank you for you're your wel- sacrifice. You're welcome, Obi. You're welcome, brother. I love you. <laughs> Send you a bouquet of flowers later. I think he needs a trophy. Yeah. Hey, my wife who messed with me went if I ever do the dishes or something like that. It's a little bit out of the ordinary. So you need a trophy today? He's been giving it back to me for about 15 yeah. or 20 years. Yeah, he's been needing a trophy for a while. He's been making it up. <laughs> so just, you know, a little raw truth there. Yeah, there you go. Well, there's a lot of ongoing yeah. older brother, younger brother things <laughs> yeah. between us all the time. We we had to put up with y'all's crap. <laughs> like, okay, so you guys, how many years are different? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Jeez. You didn't have a chance, like in a in a fight. Oh no, no, no. So th- he just had. I still fight. don't, dude. What do you mean? Yeah, no. Okay, we're going there. <laughs> oh, here we go. We need arm wrestle right here I on can, the table. I can recall one good pop in the face when. My whole life. I remember that. I remember <laughs> and it was that, just a mistake, and then I got killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Brandon's only two years older than me, and he just was so much stronger than me my my entire life. I would argue until up until now we're more equal now. He's probably still stronger than me, but there's, there's about three times that stick out in my head. All the other times that I got the crap beat out of me, I've tried to forget. <laughs> it was a sport for Brandon and his buddies when they were – over over at our house when he had his buddies over. They would hold me down in his room and shut the door and say, see if you can get out. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I'm sweating. I might be a little bloody. They hold me down doing, you know, that thing on oh, my yeah. chest. Oh, yeah. Spitting, oh, yeah. spitting loogies in my face and sucking them up. Like, it's a wonder Brennan hadn't died by now because I'm that guy that will – Sad You'll wait till he's asleep. I, I'll cut your brake lines. I was bro. just about to say, cut your brake lines. I kid you not. <laughs> Slash your tires. The so, reason that I became that is because that was my only retaliation. Yeah. 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 One That's, thing about Sean is he always he 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 loved to jack with me. It never got no. too it never got too bad. But he was the only one who could jack with me. Okay. So like yeah. he he Same. like his buddies. It, it there would get to a point where. It was like okay, that's enough. Do, that, or, that's enough. Or if they went over the line, he absolutely like it, would, it wasn't okay. No, it yeah. wasn't. Uh, My which, brother didn't have that much honor. No, no. Well, and no, we were two years difference like, too. At school, if somebody was messing with me, yeah. he would have stepped in. But at the house, it was all I, fair game. I felt like it was my brotherly obligation. To teach him things that he needed to know to be like me. That is a mindset. <laughs> Did you? Is you, like, you feel that? I was just, it was a, refri- a refining process. Yes. <laughs> like, hey, I am not you. No, I know. I think we knew that growing yeah. up. I'm not anywhere close to you, but, man, you made it your mission, didn't you? Instead of us, like, taking those two. This took, com- this took a turn. <laughs> completely. This, <laughs> this whole podcast took a turn. Yeah. This this, this is, is the stuff. uncomfortable truth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you got older brothers or younger brothers, I'm sure that you guys experience or older older sis- sisters operate in a little bit different manner. Yeah. I would I would imagine they do. Yeah. They Which do. we grew up kind of with. Uh, yeah, a very close cousin who is we would consider our sister. So we got a little bit of that. But you know, anyway, we we got derailed. Yep. And chase the squirrel. Don't forget oh, to subscribe. Squirrel. But yeah. it was worth it. 
Hey, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being here. If you uh, listen on, uh, if you're just on Apple or Spotify or Pandora, um, I don't know if you know, but we are on YouTube as well. Um, so if you want to check us out on there, we've got a lot of shorts and stuff, just clips, and, and our full episodes are on there as well. So um, if you haven't listened to us on Apple and it's easier for you um, to listen riding down the road, uh, hop on there, try to make it as easy as possible. Help us reach more people for Jesus by liking, sharing, subscribing with others. And uh, go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.